This is the High School Football America podcast for March the 10th, 2020. I'm Jeff Fisher. Heading to South Georgia, one of the finest areas in the country when it comes to high school football. Uh, and uh, over the last decade, uh, this man that's on the line has done a, a wonderful job of getting student athletes ready for the next level, getting them, turning them into men, and winning a lot of football games. By the way, along the way, uh, he's actually changing uh, changing states, going across the border after a very successful run in Alabama, a couple of state championships at Prattville, and most recently at Central in Phoenix City, where uh, a year ago, uh, well, two years ago, I guess now at this point, won the. 7A title, the biggest classification there. Jamie DuBose is now at Lowndes, a team that finished number 16 in the High School Football America 100 last season. A, a, a great community, Valdosta. Uh, most everyone in America knows uh, something about Valdosta, and Lowndes is uh, uh, one of the uh, two teams that battle in the Winterville, Wintersville Classic, and we're going to talk about that with Coach. But uh, he's taken over for uh, legendary Randy McPherson, who uh, retired at the end of last season after 18 years as the head coach of the Vikings. Uh, last year, Lowndes a 7A runner-up finish, so uh, Central runner-up and now Lowndes runner-up. And Coach DeBose is on the line to talk about uh, going from uh, Alabama to Georgia. Welcome to the show, Coach. Hey, thank you very much. And, uh, yeah, you're right. It's, uh, it's a great transition. It's always great to follow a, a legend because uh, coming in, Coach McPherson did an outstanding job of getting everybody ready. And uh, it's just been, you know, kind of come in and simple to change directions a little bit because – uh, they were doing things right. And, uh, you know, when you get to the state championship and, and, uh, you know, you had to be doing things right. So we had great staff members here. We had great people. So it's just been really terminology and beliefs and, uh, kind of theory that we're changing, but for the most part, the program's still remaining, uh, uh, the same in the way they've been working and, uh, man, the work ethic here is just unreal. Uh, don't fix it if it's not broken is the best way. But uh, coach, you you've done some some great jobs, as I said, uh, you know earlier the success you had in Alabama. You know building Central into a national power. I think the year you won the state championship, you were number ten in our national rankings, and um, last year number sixty four. Uh, you know got to the the state championship. What are some of the things when you take over? Because this isn't your first rodeo, right? You've done this once or twice. Like you said, you don't have to fix a lot of things. But what's that thumbprint that you like to put on a program as you take over? Well, you know, number one, you always want to leave a place better than you got it. So, uh, you know, you start looking around and seeing things that you can do. You know, number one, we're talking right now about facilities here at Lowndes and, uh, you know, just trying to make the environment a little bit better. And, and the everyday ins and outs from the coaches to the players and everything that we're doing. And, you know, as far as uh, program-wise, you know, when you got a good situation you go into where the work ethic's there, the discipline's there and everything else, you're just trying to continue that on. Uh, now what we're trying to do right now is trying to put a, a little bit different style of speed in here. You know, we want to play extremely fast and I think that's going to be a little different than what they have done. Uh, we're trying to speed up the offense a little bit and play with some tempo, uh, and do some things, uh, with me being an offensive guy, that's kind of my stamp on it is, uh, what do we want to do offensively? We've got a tremendous quarterback at Jakari Brown, uh, which will be a junior next year that, uh, has been starting here, I think since his freshman year and, to play in South Georgia football since a freshman, that's that's a big task. Mm-hmm. And uh he's done a he's done an outstanding job and you know, he's a he's a superior athlete and we've got some good players behind him. Uh so you know, we're just we're basically we're coming in and, and, and continuing to grow with this program and uh, you know, make them understand about being great men. And that was one thing too, Coach McPherson did a great job of character ed and 
you know, I've always done a great job with that and tried to is, is worry about people more than you worry about the wins and the losses. And, and if you come in and you invest in the individuals, you train the individuals, but you got to train them mentally, you got to train them physically, you got to put them in, in situations that are going to be great community members down the road, and, and they're going to be good people. Uh, and when they go off to colleges, you know, they represent your community and, and represent it well that people will remember and think good things about your community. And we talk to them about that every day. Every day is a job interview when you're out in the public and you're out in the public eye. And uh, right now, you know, we're training them well. We've got, uh, I think, six or seven, you know, Power Five offered kids right now coming back this next year. So uh, defensively, we've got a lot returning. Offensively, you know, we've got to replace a lot. So, you know, vice versa. But, you know, here at Lounge, you're always going to have great numbers, and you're going to have always going to have some really good players. Yeah, no doubt about that. Jamie Dubose is on the line, the new head coach at Lounge, uh, highly successful at Central. And, and during this interview, we're going to kind of hop back and forth between Central and Lounge. Uh, and I guess the the biggest thing that I, I, I want to ask at the beginning is how tough was it to leave Central? The Red Devils, you had built them into a state championship and national power. You, you, you'd you liked playing some teams from out of state and all that. Uh, I'm assuming it was a pretty tough decision for you although Lowndes is a great position to take, obviously. Well, uh, just to be honest with you, Lowndes is probably one of the only jobs that could have got me out of there. And, uh, you know, I kind of, you know, I had 27 years in in Alabama. And, you know, a year or so ago I could have came out. I had some good teams coming back, some really good players. And, uh, you know, we had, uh, had a good staff. You know, we had everything rolling well there. And as you said, we had really upped the level of play and, uh, I felt like, you know, we were signing 14 to 20 guys a year coming out. And, you know, we just had some good situations going. Facilities were unreal. We had an indoor facility built while, while we was there, meeting rooms, uh, locker rooms, everything else. You had a tremendous city support. And, uh, you know, everything was going well. The only issue was, as I always heard of Lowndes and South Georgia football and how big it was and, and the uh, – the importance of football in these communities down here. And I did not really know till I got here, you know, people talk about Texas football, but I'm going to tell you something. I, I would hate to think or see Texas football being any bigger than it is in South Georgia. Uh, these guys down here, uh, I'm talking about the community, uh, the support from the touchdown club, the support from the community, uh, the, the, the you know, I, I'm on a radio show basically daily down here. It, uh, uh, we're talking football 365 days out of the year. So, you know, it, it's a big deal to these communities. It's a big deal to everybody here. And, and you know, uh, it's a lot of support for it. And, I, you know, I think it was a great move for me to come here at this time. Uh, you know, again, uh, it, it's it's a deal that uh, nationally this program is, is probably in front of Central. It should be and uh, has been. And uh, so I thought it was a step up for me, uh, yeah. even from where I was at. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, Central's a great program too, and uh, you know a lot of good things come out of there. And it was very difficult to leave. Yeah, I can only imagine. Uh, by the way, Phil Jones of Fox Sports uh, Radio there in Valdosta is a friend of ours and been on the, the show a lot. So I know what you're talking about. Uh, there is no off season. <laughs> he's talking. <laughs> he's talking a year round. But uh, we're talking to Jamie Dubose. Uh, record at Central, by the way, was 66 and 11. The the 7A state championship in 2018, a runner up finish. You know, last year. And I remember, Coach, when I got to check you guys out last. 
last year against uh, Jeff Davis. Uh, and, and by the way, uh, folks listening, that, that's a great scene down there to, to see what the, the community uh, was getting behind and all that. I remember being on the sidelines, and I can't remember the superintendent's name, but what I'm going to tell you is one of the things we talked about, obviously, was you know what you had accomplished on the field. But what he said to me was, you know, Jeff, what Coach DeBose has done off of the field is probably 20 times more important and, and visible to this community. So you, I hadn't talked to you about that, but when you hear somebody like that in that position say that, how does that make you feel? Well, you know, it made me feel great. And as I said earlier, uh, you know, we, we, we really, me and my wife both, uh, we make it a family affair. And uh, we try to make sure that we invest in the kids and help them out. And, you know, there was a lot of close relationships built down there and are up there now. And, uh, you know, it, uh, it's just a deal that we want, we want kids to have more than what they had. And, mm-hmm. and we were dealing with some guys that, uh, were coming from some tough areas and tough situations, but, you know, our, our main thing was, is, uh, what did you want out of life? And every one of them would always say a, a chance to get out, uh, a chance to have something bigger. So, you know, football was their avenue. So, you know, we built off of football, meaning with their athletic ability and, uh, you know, the ability to train and the ability to get that offer. But at the end of the day, the make or break is in the classroom. The make or break is what kind of person you are. The make or break is who you are. So, you know, we went in and, and worked more on the person. We went in and worked more on the individual as far as uh, just, you know, showing showing about family, showing about uh, how you treat people, showing about how you work in the classroom is the same as how you work on the field. And the results started hitting. And, uh, you know, we, we just tried to invest in every way and, you know, give those guys something they had never had. And, uh, you know, I think we, you know, as I said earlier, we upgraded the program greatly in a lot of areas, not just football, but we upgraded it in the quality of person that was coming through there. Uh, you know, we were dressing, we dressed, I think, I, I, 131 in the state championship game. That's 10 through 12. So we were averaging about 60, 62 kids a class coming through uh, in our lower level. So we, we got down in the seventh grade. We got down in the eighth grade. We worked on that level. Uh, we started putting in character education type thing, bringing in speakers to talk to them, not just from our community, but from other communities that have been successful and and the guys started listening and the guys started paying attention. And, you know, it's all about trust in football. A lot of people don't understand that, but it's all about the individuals trusting each other and having to trust over each other. And, you know, in our program there at Central, everybody knew that everybody had each other's back. And uh, we knew that we were going to always be there for each other, no matter what happened. And, you know, it was through the goods and the bads. We were always there, but uh, I was very proud of our teams. I was very proud of our coaches there for the commitments that they made and, you know, not just to the not just to the football field and the players on it, but to off the field. And and I had a big mission coming in. I wanted to bring the community together. You know, it, it was kind of you know split a little bit in the in the area of you know who was for who and and mm-hmm. you know just going in different directions. And and uh, you know I think we brought the community together. I think uh, by our winning in sports and uh, our enthusiasm with our football team, I think it, the community really rallied behind us. And if you went to the to the state championship games both years, you would see the lower level of Auburn University at Jordan-Hare was uh, full. And, uh, you know, that's a commitment by the, the, the community to go out and support our, our student athletes and, and show them thank you back. We would do things in the community, go out and help, and uh, just do different things around the area. And it, it, just, it became a family environment. And I think it's something that we built that was really unique and uh, something we'd like to try to build here too and, and have the same relationships here.
Yeah, the beauty of high school football, just everything you described right there. Jamie DeBose, the new head coach at Lowndes High School, South Georgia in Valdosta. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, talking about how many your, your your numbers there at Central, I remember I was there senior night. It was it was goal line to goal line. <laughs> I was like, where are all these people coming from? I've never seen this. But uh, I, I, I guess one of the questions you might get, Coach, because South Georgia is very, very proud, as you said. Anybody asking you the question on a regular basis, who's better, the Alabama football or the Georgia high school football have you gotten that one and i, I know you probably I, I don't want to answer it but <laughs> yeah i try to abstain from any of those comments right now but uh no i'll i'll, I'll tell you now I, this south georgia football just watching film i've watched before and and the teams that are down here uh it, it's unreal you know i mean uh it, like i said i've been very impressed with it and as i said earlier you know i felt in my career you know coming to south georgia and entering into this league and entering into 7a football in the state of georgia i think i've upped it and uh you know like i said the the caliber of play is uh extremely good and uh you know top to bottom in the state you got great football talent you know georgia's got really good talent it's not just a few teams it's all over the place and uh you know uh, that that's what's exciting about it, and you know the one thing I'll tell you that uh, one of one of my former uh, coaches I worked with, and 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 Coach Probst told me when I came over here is that you know uh, we had a conversation, and he said you know it's harder to win it in Georgia than it is Alabama. Well, <laughs> you know he knows that just as good as anybody, and sure does. Uh, you know he 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 explained that to me, and uh, since I got over here, I see exactly what he's talking about after watching film and seeing the teams and, and the number of talented teams there are that you got to go through, uh, through a rigorous, uh, a playoff schedule, you know, and, and who you're going to have to run into week in and week out. Well, when the, with this Pennsylvania boy moved uh, to Georgia, he learned a thing or two that, uh, these, these, these people down here take it very, very seriously. Coach Jamie DeBose on the line, uh, talked about a, uh, you know, a, a challenging schedule. We'll leave the big one, Valdosta for the second question, but uh, notice that, uh, well, we took the coach out of Alabama, but uh, <laughs> the coach has an Alabama game, game number one on the schedule at Mercedes-Benz in, in Atlanta, the Corky Kell Classic, which is an awesome event, folks. If you've never been to Georgia, that's that's a great time where you can watch about 11 games all in a three-day span. But you got Hoover. Uh, I also see you've got Oakleaf um, out of Florida there. So tell me a little bit about this uh, very challenging schedule. And Hoover on game one, I, I love that matchup. Uh, you, you go back into state. <laughs> well, I, you know, it's kind of funny, you know, uh, me and uh, Josh Niblett at Hoover have had numerous big run-ins, you know, either in preseason classics or uh, state championship games. And, you know, we've had some really good ones, nail biters that go down to the end. I think and just about every one of them has been decided by a field goal at the last second or a block field goal or going for two or something. And, you know, it was kind of funny in that when I took the job, I ran into uh, their AD, Andy Urban, at the uh, Corky Kale first uh, media day deal or whatever they had going on. And, uh, you know, he walked up and he kind of laughed. And I said, well, y'all thought y'all could run. I went and found a job that played y'all first that year. So, <laughs> you know, it, it was uh, it was kind of funny in talking about that. But, yeah, we've had some great matchups. And, you know, as far as our schedule goes, you know, we've added Griffin on the schedule. We've got Lee County which is another uh, power down here in South Georgia. We got them on the schedule. You always got Valdosta with the Wintersville Classic. And you mentioned Oakleaf. Oakleaf has got, uh, I don't know, three or four of the top-rated players being recruited right now out of Jacksonville. And, you know, I think that game when it was signed, it was kind of didn't know, and I think it's kind of built into uh, their coach has done an outstanding job of uh, getting some talent or developing some talent in there. And they, they've kind of loaded up for the year. And, uh, you know, you get into our region after that. So, 
you know, our schedule is going to top to bottom this year. I think it's going to really test us and challenge us and get us ready for what we got to go through through the playoffs. We've just got to make it through it. And when you talk about, you know, you hear these guys talk about, man, it's a it's a schedule like the SEC West. Well, I truly think we can honestly <laughs> say we're going to have one of those schedules. So, you know, it's going to be like going to Texas A&M and LSU and uh, going to different places week in and week out. The advantage we have is seven of them are at home this year. Uh, so that that's a big advantage because to play at the Concrete Palace here in uh, in, in town is, is is remarkable and have the opportunity to be right here at Lowndes and, and our fans and the support that I've heard about. Again, I've not seen, but uh, let me tell you, I've, I've heard about the tailgating and it's uh, just a remarkable sight and a, a thing that I look forward to being involved with. And uh, <clears throat> So it will be a lot of fun uh, to go through. But, uh, yeah, the schedule, all we're doing is trying to prepare us for a tough uh, – tough playoff region and uh we're gonna have to we're gonna have to make it through it and uh i'm looking forward to it you know fans want that and we want it as coaches you know it challenges are what's going to make us better and um you know we're, we're we're up for the challenge and we're going to take it week by week yeah no no doubt about that jamie debose and you do have your first Wintersville classic came up coming up as you said um how, how many times is that brought up in the interview <laughs> because I, I, well, I i would think it's probably like ohio state michigan right <laughs> Yeah, I, I, there's there's several stories on that one that I, I've gotten to know about, and I knew the importance of that game really quick. Uh, you know, in my job interview, I not interview, but uh, when I got inter- introduced for the job, uh, you know, I wore a, a black suit, red shirt, and uh, or a crimson shirt. I'm sorry, and uh, and a tie. And somebody, I got down, and they said, you know, that's the last time you wear that black suit. And I was like, uh, and and they said that uh, black's not allowed here, so uh, they take it serious, uh, you know. And then the first day i moved in uh funny thing is i unpacked my office moved in down here i'm unpacking with my secretary down here and she uh looks up and i've got uh the athletic assistant sees uh yellow sticky notes and uh she says coach i need every one of them but i said what far she said we don't have black and yellow in this building so uh i thought wow that that is i'm already in something deep so uh yeah i had to get rid of all my yellow sticky she said i'll get you a different color but you can't have those uh so uh that, that was kind of the way it was brought to me real quick like and uh you know so i learned the importance of the game that one and and two uh, I'll never forget. I was speaking with the uh, board members, and the uh, board members told me uh, uh, when we got through, I was talking about you know our plan to win a state championship and get back to the state championship. And one of the older guys raised his hand and said, "Coach, I understand that, but have you watched any film on Valdosta yet?" So, uh, <laughs> in this community, that game is one of the biggest games I think that I'll ever have been in. I, I, it seems like it's going to be similar to a state championship type game and atmosphere. <laughs> I've heard 15,000 plus that uh, is easily at that game or more. And uh, there's a lot of pride in it. And uh, there is no riding the fence in this community on that game. Uh, <laughs> it, it's one way or the other. And, and and they will tell you quickly how they feel about it. So uh, uh, I, I have learned greatly about it. I'm looking forward to it. It sounds like an event that is uh, second to none. And uh, if you're a football coach, something you want to be involved in. But uh, I did. I was not. I've heard about it, 
but I didn't know it was quite like it is till I got here. But uh, found out quickly. It's very important. Yeah, when you get hired and be telling you're told to go to Office Max or Staples or whatever, <laughs> that, that's a pretty big deal. Jamie Debose is on the line, new head coach at uh, at Lounge. And uh, by the way, that's on my bucket list now that I'm in living in Atlanta. I'm, I'm coming this year, so I look forward to checking that out myself as well. Uh, two questions before we go away here. You you mentioned uh, some of the talent you have coming back. Uh, Want to ask you first about the weight room and and you can see leadership develop there as we all know uh who are some of the kids that that you're you know by name that you're you're seeing some leadership out of that gets you excited as you head to to spring ball well you know we uh we hired a strength new strength conditioning coach uh right after i got here and he's done an outstanding job and kevin wisham he was here uh you know before a few year a year or so ago and uh the kids really remember him and knew him and uh, brought a lot of energy and fire in the weight room, and we've really—that's an important place for me in the off season. That's where I think that we built our teams, and I really stressed our coaches. To me, the weight room is an extension of the football field. We attack the weight room like we do practice, and uh, I want the coaches attacking it like we do practice and everything else because that's ultimately what's going to get you through the year. It's ultimately what's going to win a ball game for you, I think. And uh, you know, we we got to get in there and we hit it. And good thing was is I got here quick in in January. Our superintendent's an outstanding superintendent, doing everything we can to you know help the program out and uh, make sure that we're getting the things we need. So you know, again, uh, the weight room has been outstanding. Thomas Davis, uh, inside linebacker, he was, played DN for us last year and uh, was an outstanding player. He's about a six one six two kid. Uh, about 215, 220, and uh, we're going to stand him up, play him inside. But he's been a monster in the weight room doing some great things. And, you know, he's carrying a, a couple of SEC offers, most recently Mississippi State, and, uh, you know, just a tremendous athlete, tremendous player. And, you know, uh, Jakari Brown I've already mentioned about on the offensive side, returning as a two-year starter at quarterback. Uh, you know, Dominique Marshall at wide receiver. Now, we got hit at the offensive line a little bit, and that's our biggest thing of concern we've been working on the offseason is trying to bring those guys together in the weight room. But we got to replace five guys that were really mammoth up front. And, you know, we got to get five more. We've got five or six or seven really good guys that we're looking forward to in spring, seeing how they'll progress. But, uh, you know, Jacquez Hunter, another guy that uh, – you know, we had in the weight room for a little while, had some shoulder issues. He's another highly recruited guy, but he's, you know, kind of went down with a shoulder. He would miss spring. We had to get him repaired. You got T.J. Quinn at safety, who's one of the top safeties in the state of Georgia. Uh, dad coaches with us. Uh, his dad played at Louisville and played with the Bills, uh, Terry Quinn. And, uh, you know, he, he's just an outstanding player for us. A really good hitter, really good tackler, uh, runs really, really well. Uh, so we're excited about him. We're excited about what he can do. Leon Williams, another D lineman that we got, uh, outstanding football player. And, you know, the list goes on. We got a lot of guys on our team that are really leading. And, uh, you know, the one thing I'll tell you in coming in here, you know, always when you change, there's a little bit of, 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 uh, kind of letdown, maybe in the middle of the change or something while everybody's learning each other. This has kind of been a unique difference. I mean, coming here from day one, the work ethic has never laid down. And uh, I really uh, applaud the kids and the players here in this program because, you know, their mission was still to get back to the state championship. And they know their mission is still to work to get to where they got to get to. And uh, there was no kind of lull. There was no kind of uh, change or anything. I was here first day. We got back after Christmas. And uh, we've got in the weight room, and I, I'm telling you, they've been hitting it ever since. And, uh, you know, there's been a lot of enthusiasm, and, and the players are buying into what I'm saying and what I'm doing. So, 
you know, I, I really applaud them and, and, and accepting the change. And we talked a little bit about that when I came in is, you know, change is a part of life. And, uh, you know, you can either accept it or decline it. And if you decline it, you're going nowhere. You're, mm-hmm. you're going to go backwards. But if you accept it, uh, because it's going to happen to us every day, but if you accept it, then we can move forward and we can go. And and I talked about them the first day I was here, just a big deal about change and, and how we got to handle it and what we got to do. And, man, these guys have done it since uh, day one. And, you know, I, I you really couldn't tell I wasn't here last year because it's easy <laughs> to talk to them because I talk about getting back to the state championship because I explained it to them. I was in the state championship last year and lost, <laughs> and we didn't play very well. And I said, my mission is to get back whether I was here or at another school. Your mission is to get back also. So it's been a really good transition. <laughs> One didn't win it, and we both have the fire to get back. And, you know, it, it kind of has mixed well in, in, in just us making a group. And it's been, a, like I said, it's been the easiest transition I've went through and and uh, it's been a lot of fun. That's great. Uh, makes for a, a, a good match there, it sounds like. Jamie DeBose on the line. One more question, Coach. And since I've moved uh, to Atlanta here, I've, I've gotten to know Coach Bill Curry pretty well. And uh, I've been noticing on his Twitter account lately, he's been really chirping about uh, the fun of spring ball and, and, and how much it can make a difference, you know, come the fall and all that. And just a big proponent of making sure that you do your work in the spring. What, what's your philosophy on spring ball? How do you, how do you approach it? Well, this year's a little different than normal. If I was at Central, you know, we would kind of know the guys coming back, and we're looking for depth, if you understand what I'm talking about. Yep, if I'm yep. at Central, we're looking for the the guy next in line. We're looking for the guy that, you know, is going to uh, going to help us out in case of an injury or, or, or to give us depth to, to rest a guy during the course of a game. But now, you know, coming in as a new guy, you know, I use spring training as, as really the developmental – of who I am. You know, I think a, a head coach and a, a football team is going to represent the mentality or, or the thought process of a head coach. So, you know, I like to play physical, fast football. So we, we're going to have to up the tempo. We're going to continue to be physical here. That's not something i got to work on. They've been physical. So we've got to continue to do that. And, and we've got to have an identity. And, and that's what I'm going to try to develop this spring is what our identity is and who I am. And the kids have got to get to know me on the turf and on the grass, and I got to get to know them. So it's it's a big learning. I think this spring, your first spring when you're somewhere like this one, is going to be really important in the fact of, you know, I don't know what some of the players can do. Some of the coaches have got to learn some of the players, and in a different, we got to get a scheme in. We've got to get our process in. So this spring for us is really big. Now, you know, again, the longer you've been in the spring, I think you can. You can go out there and you can work on depth and you can work on things like that. But heck, this is just like a new beginning when we walk out there. And I'm excited about it, April 30th. I, you know, it, it, we're right now, we're in the learning phase of it. We're on the board, we're teaching, we're drawing. But, you know, you want to get on the turf and you want to see what they can do and you want to see uh, how they handle situations. So, you know, again, it, it's not worrying about, you know, your players. You're worrying about getting your scheme, your, your, who you are with your identity and everything else in this spring. Well, you can hear the enthusiasm in your voice, Coach. We wish you nothing but success. We've always respected you. You've always uh, helped us whenever we've called and asked you to come on the show. So thanks so much. And uh, I look forward to seeing you there, uh, what is it, the September 25th, so we can learn together about that Wintersville Classic. Thanks for joining us well, on the show. Yeah, and, and from what I understand, you want to get here early. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think I know somebody, <laughs> one or two people, that hopefully can get me the media credential. But thanks, and, and have a great spring, and we'll see you in the fall. All right, thank you. 
And if you want to check out the Vikings' entire schedule for 2020, just go to highschoolfootballamerica.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at HSFB America and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash highschoolfootballamerica. I'm Jeff Fisher, and you've been listening to the High School Football America podcast. <laughs>